Hey there, welcome to the God Class Podcast. We're happy to have you tuned in here and we believe that you will be blessed. So the thing about the gospel is that it in itself indeed has power. Yes, we'll come to that. But it is simply an avenue to carry you, to transport you into this experience I'm talking about. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews, we have come unto Mount Zion, a city with innumerable angels, angels all over the place. But you are there, you've never seen an angel. Why? Because although you know this experience, you are not experiencing it yet. Because it's in itself is the wheels that gets you to that place. As you spend time, I'll get to all of those things. I'll get to all of those things. By the time I'm done, if I'm able to finish in Kwadia, you, you never once again doubt the existence of God. You'll never once again have to live a life of defeat. You'll never once Everything you will need has been provided for. First Peter chapter 2 verse 9. He has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Do you know what that means? That everything that I need for physical living has been given to me. Everything that I need for spiritual living has been given to me. When I come on the earth, everything I need is mine. When I go to heaven, everything I need is mine. There's nothing you lack. You simply don't know it yet. Am I doing well? just checking so the first thing is that it is a message or a career system of God and his Christ to get us to the realization of the fullness of what his sacrifice means for us so when you hear Jesus died for you you are thinking oh he died for me that saved me from sin no that's a third of the gospel three things happened when he died he died he was buried. He resurrected. If you stand on just his death, people are shedding tears about his death. And yet when he was on the earth, he told them that when the woman is in labor, she cries about it. When she's done with labor, the tears stop. You have to understand what you are coming into. When you come into this world, yeah, save me. Any believer who is waiting to go to heaven is wasting this thing God did. Quote me on it and put me anywhere. Go and check what he said. Did he say in the prayer, our father who art in heaven, that we may come into your kingdom or that your kingdom may come? Our duty on earth is to bring a kingdom. the gospel is it's a message system it's a career system to give us the fullness of what christ came to die for are you with me the second thing give us john three sixteen. the gospel is the greatest love expression of god for us as a race the greatest love expression of god for us as a race there is no greater love than sacrificial love are you hearing me are you hearing me everybody has their love language yes it's true but everybody likes gifts true of us true of us Two of us. Why? Because of what the gift. The gift takes from one and gives to another. Without payment. There's no greater way to express love. For God so loved the world. The only thing that moved God was love. He didn't wait for anything else. It was not a great investment. It was not an investment that would yield him profit. Love. He checked his heart. The only thing that he had towards us was love. And as such, he gave. The greatest love expression is the gospel. The giving of a son. 
the giving of a son, the giving of a son, his own son. You know, let me tell you something. When God created humanity, it was because he wanted companionship, all right? He wanted people to be with him, all right? Are you with me? Are you with, are you with me? Are you here? You are, I'm talking to you that I'm looking at you. Are you here? You understand? All right. So he wanted companionship. Are you with me? He wanted companionship. Can you imagine that God who wanted companionship gave up the companionship he had? You don't understand the sacrifice. Everybody sees Jesus as the one who sacrificed. No, it is God who gave. It is not Christ who gave. It is God who gave. It was, to, it was God who had to decide whether he would give us the Christ. It was his sacrifice. When he was sitting on his throne, watching the Christ die, and hearing Jesus say, why have you forsaken me? Can you picture for a second, not how Jesus felt, how God felt. Knowing that his desire was not to forsake his best friend. His desire was not to forsake the person he had shared. Bible says in the book of John chapter 17, that Jesus Christ was praying and said, the glory that we shared together, you have no idea how much he loves the father and the father loves him. He didn't come to die for us just because he loved us. He came to die for us because of the love he has for the father. The father asked him for something he could not refuse. The greatest love expression is the gospel. It's the gospel. It's the gospel. It's because you don't know what you have. That's why you live life in hell. That's, that's, that's truly why. That's truly why. Because if you understood the totality of what you carry every single day that you wake up, you will not be walking around people bullying you around. You will not be walking around letting people treat you anyhow. If you understood what you cost. Every year they would offer goods and ram, goods and ram, goods and ram, goods and ram. ram, ram right now, how much is one cow? Right now, how much is one cow? One cow. Six K. Every single year they would offer that. And to God it was not enough. He had to offer something that would last forever. That would cover everybody to come. Himself. Himself. If you go to circle that your phone screen is spot, and they should change it for you. And they say now we don't collect Ghana City, we collect body parts. So bring one finger for the phone screen. Will you do it? That's what God did for you. You are his creation. He made you. He cannot make you. Yet he gave himself for you. He his entire being. Can you imagine? Looking at someone that you can blink your eyes at and they die on the spot and they pick up a cane to whip your back and rip it apart. So that you will be healed. And you sit there and you are sick. Oh, it's nothing. It's something. It's an insult to your salvation. It's an insult to your salvation. You don't have to be well because you want to be well. You have to be well because he has paid for it. In blood. In blood. The third thing that the gospel is. John chapter 10 verse 10. The gospel is a new life force. It may be the same lifestyle, but a new life force. So what I'm saying here is that just because you've given your life to Jesus, does not mean you no longer like pork. Huh? Your favorite food before you got born again was fried rice and chicken. After you got born again, it's still fried rice and chicken. Does it mean you are not born again? No. The lifestyle may be the same, but the life force is different. 
The thing that keeps you alive is no longer flesh and blood. It's now a spirit dwelling on the inside of you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Are you hearing what I'm saying? You are sponsored by a new technology. Hmm? We were all here when they, uh, they made the iPhone X, right? And they took away the home button and all of those things. True or false? Then by the time we realized, they brought the iPhone SE, the second one, right? All of a sudden, they were giving us systems that run in the X and the XR and the 11 and the whatever. But it was in the body of the success. True or false? True or false? That's what is going on right now. You think you are normal because you are walking the same. Your, your height did not increase when you gave your life to Christ. Your weight did not increase when you gave your life to Christ. But the inside of you has changed. What used to sponsor you no longer sponsors you. A new thing now sponsors you. So first, you used to have to eat three times a day. Now you can go three days without food. There's a new sponsorship of your... New life force. New life force. So you don't, you don't, you don't charge yourself like you used to. So now, when you are there and you are feeling basar, it's not snack that you go and look for. You speak in tongues because a new life force sponsors you. You stir up something ancient inside you. Are you hearing me? As for me, stress eating is my comfort. I have to find... No! Put some to your floor Sunday. I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And you speak in tongues for about 15 minutes. All of a sudden, you feel different. Why? Because now something else is what sponsors this physical body. Something else is what keeps it running. Keeps it going. Because you died with Christ. And you resurrected with him. (laughs) You know that the body of Jesus, that resurrected from the grave, did not have a single drop of blood in it. So what was keeping him going? A new life force. And you like so when we tell you that you can't be sick, just because you are experiencing what looks to you like sickness, does not mean you are sick. Oh, if right now you have chicken pox and he looks at it and doesn't touch you, the virus doesn't get inside him, and he becomes frantic, begins to think and overthink and overthink. Here and here, we'll see spots on his body, it's called false symptoms. It's a, it's a medical condition. It's a medical situation. Whereby, out of, out, of, out of your fear, you force yourself to display the same signs as you've seen here. <laughs> so you are walking around thinking you have chicken pox. And he goes to the doctor. The doctor says, ah, let's do a test. They test and there's nothing in him that should be sponsoring the spots. It's the same thing with the believer that they are sick. You look it, that's not mean you are it. And so you are walking around. Oh, as for me, my body is hurting. Hey, how? How is it hurting if it's dead? It's supposed to be dead. You see, you walking around, you are no longer flesh. You are spirit. How is it still hurting if it's dead? How is what is dead giving you issues? Have you seen a dead dog barking before? How is it giving you issues? That which has been crucified on the cross. He died out of cancer. He died out of hypertension. He died out of this in your body. You see? The issue with Christians
Christians today is that what is inside stays inside because we don't have the ability to bring it outside. Neither do we have the wisdom to seek out the way. That's why for the rest of your lives, prophets will chop your money. I'm a prophet. Oh, yes. I can see. You, you know, you know, man of God, do you know that everything a prophet tells you, you ought to have already known by the spirit of God. The day you get to a prophet that tells you something God has not already told you, you should be afraid that you are backsliding. Because that means that now God, to speak to you, has to speak to someone first. Yes. If you are in a relationship with someone and they are speaking to your best friend, and then your best friend comes to tell you the things your girlfriend is telling him, by the time you realize you are leaving the girl thinking they are together, true or false? That one there you understand. I've not seen any generations who love crazy before, but I'm not here for Valentine's Emma. Are you hearing what I'm saying? If a prophet now has to come and tell you, this is what God wants to do with your life, and you are jumping, I claim it as if you never knew. Why did you not know? Why? Because you are sleeping in your ignorance. 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 (laughs) I'm just entertaining myself. The, The time that you are using to entertain yourself, you are depleting your spirit. You are depleting your spirit. And so now your spirit man has no ability to speak to your body. To get acquainted with what God has instituted for you. Some of you are passing by your houses and you don't know you've passed by your house. Some of you are passing by your cars and you don't know you've passed by your car. Some of you are passing by your land and you don't know you've passed by your land. Because the spirit in you cannot speak to the body that you have decided to reside in. To communicate to you the truths of your new life. The Bible in the book of John says that the anointing will teach you. The anointing within will teach you. The anointing within. The spirit that comes to dwell on the inside of me must teach me. So as I'm walking, and then if everybody is doing better to get money, the spirit must teach me a new system to get money. A system that goes beyond this thing that looks profitable. So, when COVID was rampant, if you made the mistake to time your mask production wrongly, you'd make a loss. So, there was a time where nose masks were worth, uh, one nose mask was about two CDs, one CD. But now, you are getting three, four in one pack for one CD. Why? Because some people did not sense the time is about to change. And they invested at the wrong time because their spirit in them could not speak to the body that they were. Welcome to HSL. And so there is a new life force inside you. Put your hand on your belly. Put your hand on your belly. Put your hand on your belly. Say there is a new life force. There is a new life force. There is a new life force. It says that, look at, look at this scripture. Look at the scripture. Look at it. Can you see this? Some of you now and say God knows best to things that the enemy is doing. The Bible says that the thief cometh not to, not, but for to steal, to kill, to destroy these three things. Meaning that every time that I see theft, that I see destruction, that I see death, I must understand the enemy was at work. You don't need a prophet to come and tell you it's the devil. You must understand. You must understand that the enemy was at work. A young man dies at the age of 24 and you sit behind your Bible and say God knows best. Shut your mouth if you don't know the things that are happening around you. 
the plan of God is not for someone to die at 24. How do you know this? Because God gave, the Bible says, with long life you will satisfy me. The person who steals, the person who kills, the person who destroys is the devil. Then Jesus said that. You see, Jesus had to come and correct a lot of theology. Okay? He's the perfection of theology. So he said, ah, you guys have been saying some things about my father that I must correct. Then let me show you that when you see anything called theft, destruction, or killing, it is the devil. I, when he said I, he was speaking for all of heaven. I have come that you, oh my goodness. I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. Um, Some of you, when I see your face, I get so upset because you are walking around like you have never opened your scriptures. Walking around so defeated, so blessed. So, So today is not going well. Will you shut up and open the scriptures? What does it say about you? What does it say about you? Oh God. Remove this thing because it will trip me. Listen. Stand here. Stand here. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Put, put, hold the iPad. You will be the pulpit today. So send it away. You cannot carry it. Send it to the back. Stand here. You stand on the pulpit. This is, they are the same person. Okay? It's just timeline. This is before Christ because she's wearing black. This is after Christ. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Before Christ, theft destruction, killing was happening and she thought this is life as I've come to meet it. Jesus comes and he says I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. Then he uses the word life there to be Zoe which is the life force of God. You see you keep saying that Jesus was 100% God, 100% man but what you don't understand is the thing that made him 100% God was the spirit that was inside him, the life force. So now you stand and then you say, oh, but me, I'm just human. No, no, you are the same as the Christ. We are now in the image of the second Adam. 100% God, 100% man. This side of the church, they are asleep. Let me come here. So, now you are 100% God, 100% man. By the new life force that drives you. The spirit of God inside you. Okay, 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 okay. Who has water here? Give me, give me a bottle. Give me the second bottle, the oil, the oil. Come and hold it. Hold the two. What is this? Lift the first one. What is it? What is it? It's not water. It's a bottle. It's a bottle that has water. But you no longer care about the vessel. All you focus on now is the content. So what is this? What is this? It's no longer a bottle of oil. It's oil. What are you? What is inside you? You are just a vessel that contains God. You are not man. You are not human. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You don't sound like it. <sighs> so you are walking around thinking, oh, I'm sick like every normal man. <sighs> What's the difference between you and an unbeliever? Why come into a kingdom where you can get sick like them? Why come into a kingdom where you can be broke like them? Why come into a kingdom where you can get hurt like them? Hey, Bible says they wanted to stone Jesus. He looked at them and started walking through them. Marching through them. He didn't run. He didn't jump off the cliff. He walked through them. They could not touch him. Yes. 
So as for me, I'm shy. You are shy because you think you can't do it. I'm telling you, nobody is shy because they know they can't do it, but they just don't want to know. You are shy because you think you will flop. You think you will fail. You think you will embarrass yourself. But if you knew that you were just a vessel that contains God Almighty. <laughs> when you get to church, they'll tell you, uh, they'll tell you, let's invite the presence of the Holy Ghost. Then why am I here? Then why am I here? Then why am I here? I came, I came, when I walked through the room, God walked through the room. When I sat on this chair, God sat on this chair. When I stood up and held the mic, God stood up and held the mic. The Bible says that when they hear you, they hear me. God has never been ashamed to call himself our God. Check the book of Hebrews. So when I walk, God is walking. And someone is in their house. I just wish God will visit me. Give me a phone call. Just call me and send me GPS location. I'll be there. Because when I step into the place, everything you've been waiting for comes. So this is what he says. He says, these signs shall follow them that believe. Why? Because literally, I am in them that believe. Then can, can you imagine knowing all of this and you are sad in life? How? You are depressed. You are, you are lonely. You are upset. You are hungry. come that you will have life and have it abandoned me. Do you understand what it means? Meaning that every aspect of life God wants you to have abundance. So, so you, 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 go, you go, you leave here. When you leave here, the first thing I want you to do is go to your room and check your body. Is there anything wrong with your body? That's not abandoned life. Fix it. <laughs> Is there anything wrong with your spirit? That's not abandoned life. Fix it. Is there anything wrong with your mental health? That's not abandoned life. Fix it. Is there anything wrong with your bank account? That's not abandoned life. Fix it. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Fix it. I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. You are still worried about certain things whilst on the inside of you is God. I asked a question the last time. Some of you sitting here think you are poor and some of you sitting here think you are rich only because when you open an app you see certain numbers that tell you how much you still have. Why don't you close that up and envision that you have everything that you need and carry that mentality and see if it will not come to you. Say, I don't know if it will get better. I've come that you will have life and have it more abundantly. I was teaching the leaders something. Let me teach it to you too. There are two people whose opinion concerning your life matter. Are you listening? Two people. And these two people are the ones that when they decide that a thing should be done in your life, it will be done. Are you listening? Pay attention. I'm giving you the secret of life. The first person is God. Alright? So anytime you want something, check, does God want this for me? If you are able to tick that box, move to the second one. If you are unable to, don't move. When you are done ticking that box, then you ask, do I want it for me? When you are able to tick the two boxes, that thing is yours. When you get home and there's food in the fridge, do you now have to go and write application letter? Dear sir slash madam, comma, application to eat, underline, bold, it has come to my awareness that there is food in your fridge. I desire to partake of such a meal and nourish my physical body. Reasons being that I am hungry. Regards. Sign. Then you put your application in. No. So why do you act like you are a bastard when you come to the temple of God? Why do you act like you have no father? 
Why do you act like you are an orphan? You, you act like you are afraid to break something. You come into the temple of God. You act like, like hey, I have a testimony. What's your testimony? God let someone send me thousand Ghana. Praise the Lord. Put that testimony down. Thousand Ghana. Put it down. He looked to Abraham and he said, as far as your eyes can see, men are owning lands. Men are owning private islands. And you are still thinking about thousand Ghana. See, you are... You, <sighs> in the body of Christ the work is a lot listen to me carefully I saw a young man driving one of my classmates and he was he came from the US came to Ghana and he was driving a Bentley he was driving a Bentley he was driving a Bentley. I'm not, I'm not talking about a rented Bentley. I'm talking about an owned Bentley. The name on the Bentley would have his surname on it. I'm not talking about a Bentley that he had to just take a picture with. I'm talking about it was on the streets. He was cruising and he was putting it out there. <laughs> Bentley. Nice one too. It had like a beige color. My word. You see, there are, some, there are some cars that when you are done, and you, you have to pick a color that pokes the devil in the eye. So that every time you put it on the streets of a car, he's doing this because you keep poking me in the eye. Driving a Bentley. Driving a Bentley. And then I met a friend of mine who knows that guy. They are friends. You know me, I'm not too good with people. So I, so I, so I asked that guy, ah, as he said, your man, they push Bentley. He said something that changed my life. He said, even if you know being your own, it be for the family. Do you get that? Do you get that? You are walking around things that have God's name on it, not knowing that that's the family name. You can't pick it. You can't pick it. It's yours. 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 You are yatakabaroto shetekebeya. So when you come to understand these things and you are praying. You are not praying from a place of luck. Father, I'm hoping that one day in your own you will decide to bless me with one car. No. That's not how the believer prays anymore. So now you walk and you claim things. I take my cars in the name of Jesus. And you see, you see, you are making a mistake when you pray according to your next meal. When you pray according to what you eat tomorrow. Hey, what a waste of time. Start preparing 25 years from now. 30 years from now. Father, in the name of Jesus. When HSM is filled all over the world, in the name of Jesus, I take our private jets. I take our lands. I take our industries. I take... Ah! Then you know you are praying. You, you are not now asking. The Bible says, whatsoever you shall ask for believing, you shall receive. The word receive there, when you translate it properly, it means to take. The reason you don't have... You, the Bible says that John was in heaven and he saw an angel holding a small book. And another angel told John, go and take that book. And John went to the angel and said, give me the book. The angel again said, take it. For you, it's been yours from the beginning. But if you don't take it, you will not enjoy. This is the gospel. So when they ask you, why do you keep going to church? They don't know. That church, we don't just come and do praise the Lord, praise the Lord. We are like this, this. I have come that you will have life and have it more abundantly. More abundantly. 
So when you are sitting down, when you go home, go and check how you've been cheated. How you've been cheated. If, if you get home and your mother has cooked, and you are, I know you have three siblings, so let's say she gave everybody two chicken, two chicken, two chicken, and she told you via WhatsApp, your chicken is two, and you get there and you have zero, you know that you have been mafiaed by somebody. Will you go like, hmm, and eat your raw rice like that? You go and at, look for your chicken, and you collect your thing. And uh, you may even collect and spoil the person's food in the process. You will knock some of the jollof down. You've been cheated of your wealth. You've been cheated of your health. You've been cheated of your mental stability. And when you sit down there, what you are doing is you are showing the devil. I don't even know what belongs to me and what belongs to you. So you just take all. So when a believer is praying, you're not praying from a place of, I hope one day it will happen in my life. No, you are praying from a place of, I know it ought to happen. I'm taking what has been taken from me. Are you understanding? This is what Jesus did on the cross. Jesus did not die on the cross so that you will be saved. And you. So after salvation, what next? You sit on a chair and wait until one day you, you see a light come from heaven. And you start floating. Oh, this is it, guys. This is what we've been waiting for. Say, we are going, we are going. No. No. What a feeble life. You see believers, when we all get to heaven, then he's crying, oh father, come now, come for us. We were meant to bring heaven on earth. That's why Jesus came. Everywhere, the Bible says that in Acts chapter 10 verse 38, the Bible says that everywhere Jesus went, he went about healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Meaning that to Jesus, every sickness was an oppression from the devil. You are sitting there with your science trying to decode, is this one normal sickness or spiritual sickness? All of it is oppression of the devil. All of it is oppression. Can you imagine that even a cold is an oppression from the devil? When you carry that mindset, nothing, nothing can live in your body. It can't. Because you know you are being cheated the moment it comes to live in your body. You are afraid to be too spiritual. Don't worry. They will catch up to us. We are eons ahead of them. We are eons. The body of Christ has always been made to be a leader. Eons ahead of them. I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. I have come that you may have life. In heaven there is no sickness. If God can heal the sick, why then is, 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 is he keeping it away from you? Is he keeping it away from your loved one? You think God enjoys torture? God is in heaven. I'm just teaching you a lesson with this cancer. Oh, but you forget that false doctrine. Who taught you that? There was nobody who came across Jesus. And Jesus said, no, this one is for your own lesson. What kind of doctrine is that? Everybody, he would heal them. Everybody. He would not even ask you what's wrong. You think he had the time? So what's wrong with you? Really, for how long? Wow. Do you believe God can heal you? Really? Then let's believe together. No. It will go. They will come and he will look at it and it will go. And some of the devils will say, please don't send us back to hell. And he will say, go into the pigs but not in my vessels. Are you hearing what I'm teaching you? I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. Jesus 
the knock comes so that you will be okay. Do you know, anytime I see I'm, I'm okay by the grace of God, I want to throw my phone away. You are using an entire grace of God to be okay. You are using an entire grace of God to be okay. I'm, I'm, I'm okay by the grace of God. And you think you've said it. I'm, I'm okay by the grace of God. You see, the issue is you live too much in your flesh. So when they are even asking you for things, you are, you are, you are, you are speaking in accordance with the flesh. Oh, as for today, dear, my, my hand is spinning me. Your hand. But which one are you? Are you the spirit man or you are the body? Oh God, I, I, I wish I had more time. If I don't move on. You see, I come here. Because I have to move on. I have to move on. I have to move on. Acts chapter 17 verse 28. And then get 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17 ready for me. So that I teach you something. Face down. You people can sit down. Eh? Yeah, sit down. Clap for them. Clap for them. You are sitting here. You are, you, are, you are sitting here. And you are sick. And Elisha was dead. And his dead bones. 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 When you eat chicken, you do the bones like... Yes. Bones. Brought a dead man alive. But you are not dead. Your one is sick. Sick. And you are here. You are, you are sitting home. And you are saying you believe in the same Jesus that Elisha believed in. The Bible even tells us that the prophets were waiting to see what we are seeing now. So meaning Elisha may have been a prophet, but he was half-baked because he lacked a standing. So a half-baked prophet is enjoying more things than you, full prophet. When you finish, then you put it on your billboard, prophet, the prophetic visitation. The state prophet, the nation prophet, the continent prophet. Thank you for tuning into the God Class Podcast. Also follow us on Instagram at h.s.ministries underscore and on Twitter at hsm underscore daily. Finally, subscribe to our YouTube channel, The God Class TV. God bless you and see you in our next episode.